Welcome to the Success for Women show. Our mission is to help women in their careers, women in business, and women who aspire to become business owners, live their dreams and reach their goals. I am Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, your host. You know, in today's modern society, women often face challenges that can sometimes make them feel less of themselves. I understand how it feels to go through tough times. And I also believe as women, we have come too far to quit. This show is dedicated to my mom, Lily Lewis. She was my inspiration. She was my champion. She was my role model growing up. And you know, at the time I did not realize it then, but I know now that my mom did not have the opportunities that women have today. You know, I remember as a child that my mom worked two jobs just to keep our household going. My father during the earlier years, he was not around. So she was the sole income source in our home. And I saw the sacrifices that my mom made so that my sister and I would have what we needed. Life was not easy for her, but she always let us know that we could be whatever we wanted to be, that you never give up on your dream and that you never quit. So this is what I want women to know. You can do it. You can have a stellar career. You can be the CEO of your own business and you can have a great life. It just takes faith, perseverance, and a belief in you. So today I'd like to welcome a guest, a powerful, phenomenal woman who's going to come today and just kind of share with us some of the things that she's doing just to let you know um, you know, how she got where she is, how she's staying there, and just some of the things that she's created to, to get her where she is right now. So today, my guest is Dr. Wendy Labatt. And she is, I'm telling you, she's the take control over your finances lady. So, you know, we all have to get our finances in order. We need, you know, finances, relationships, everything needs to be in order. And during these times, you really have to get things in order. So she is a financial healer. And I tell you what, she will heal you of your financial woes if you need her. Okay. She's the author of Diagnosing Your Financial Health has she has improved the financial lives of many individuals families and business business owners across the united states by empowering them to develop specific strategies to take control over their finances now i can go on and on and on and on about her background all the accolades that she's accumulated her accomplishments but i want to bring her on and just let her tell you about Dr. Wendy Labatt. Wendy, welcome. Dr. Labatt, welcome to our show. Well, thank you, Dr. Madeline. I appreciate you inviting me today and uh, allowing me to share some of my wisdom with, with your listeners. So I really appreciate that. Well, thank you for being here. So let's just dive right in here. My first question, because I'm just really curious, how did, um, you know, what led you to 
get into uh, being an expert in financial strategies? Well, I, it started 36 years ago um, when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And I started with no business experience and very limited finances. And, you know, it was a time where there was no internet, no social media. And the only thing you can do with a cell phone was make an expensive phone call. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, wanted to serve a corporate clientele, or I did serve a corporate clientele. And back then, you had to have the brick and mortar, you had to have the employees, the inventory, and all the overhead that goes with it. And, you know, otherwise, they would consider you a mom and pop operation and didn't consider you uh, qualified to, you know, get the big contracts. So, of course, you know, I wanted the big contracts. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, things... I learned the hard way. I learned a lot the hard way because like I said, I didn't have a business background. I had a science background, but I ended up learning how to, you know, think outside the box. You know, when things got tight, uh, you know, I learned how to make my money work for me. I learned how to get things that I couldn't afford to buy with money and, you know, strategize with leveraging and, you know, doing joint ventures and you know back then they had the uh, in, uh, invoice financing so there are a lot of ways you learn how to make ends meet mm -hmm. and especially as women you know we learn we know how to make oh, ends yeah. meet you know <laughs> so that was the start and you know like I said 36 years ago but let's see four in 26 2014 I decided you know once the Affordable Care Act was enacted I ended up um, wanting to take advantage of that opportunity. So I expanded my business to the financial services and insurance uh, industries. And, you know, I said, okay, I don't want to be a hypocrite. So I started buying up all the products and services that I was trying to sell my clients because I figured if, I, if it's good enough to sell to them, it's good enough for me and my family. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily from a strategy that I need these products, but from the strategy of a business marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2017, I was diagnosed with, you know, breast cancer. And, you know, fortunately for me, I practiced what I preach because I had uh, chemo bills that were $67,000 every three weeks for a year. Mm -hmm. I underwent five surgeries and all the, you know, MRIs, CAT scans, ultrasound, man, everything that you could be, you know, tested on, I was tested. And those bills, in addition to the $67,000 every three weeks for a year, they totaled a little over 300,000. And fortunately, I, like I said, I had excellent health insurance and I had the other supplemental coverage that brought me a significant over, you know, multi six figure uh, tax-free income that allowed me to focus on my recovery and not on worrying about bills or anything like that, or even not even having bills after I recovered. Mm -hmm. So, this, you know, I guess the spirit said, okay, now that you know, I helped you out, it's time for you to empower other people to position themselves where they won't be financially ruined because of an illness or injury, you know, or death. So that's, you know, how I learned, like I said, things the hard way from 36 years ago, starting the business with no experience and no money, mm -hmm. and then to expanding my business to, you know, include the financial services and the insurance. So that's how I got it going. Wow. <laughs> so tell me, what um, 
are your or what would your tips be on protecting yourself from financial ruin? I heard you mention the fact about, you know, um, being ruined financially. So give us some, you know, a few tips on that. Okay, well, first you have to have the proper protection for your life, your health, and your finances. So that's something that as entrepreneurs and even as women or people in general, we tend to put, you know, the proper protection on the low end of the totem pole. You know, everything else is a priority, but right. if you get sick or, you know, injured or someone passes away, you know, if you don't have it together and they have that protection, Absolutely. you know, not only are you financially ruined, but your, you know, children and, you know, whoever you leave behind, they're going to have the medical bills because, uh, 60% of the bankruptcies are caused by health, you know, uh, medical bills. Okay. And 80% of those folks had health insurance. So you mm -hmm. have to make sure that, you know, a lot of people I know and clients that have come to me want to go with a low premium mm -hmm. approach because there's a cost to having insurance and there's a cost to using insurance. Absolutely. So I explain the difference and pay a few dollars more to get that coverage so you don't have to come out of pocket. So you won't have that debt if you, you know, if you get sick or have to go to the hospital or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I try to educate people and that's one of the things um, to prevent financial ruins, having the proper protection. But there are six obstacles to winning the money game. And mindset and lack of knowledge is the main one because you know people perish for lack of knowledge Absolutely. so i try to make sure that you know my clients know you know what to do not just in the proper protection that's just one part of it but they have to know about the tax codes and laws how that impacts you because we just had a change in the law what a couple years ago mm -hmm. and the middle class is, you know got hit hard now if you're low income and got little kids you're okay right. if you're high income and i say high i mean multi-million you're mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. but if you're you know between like 50 to like 300,000 and really probably about 500,000 you're not okay. So you have to understand how to structure your business or how to structure, you know, your tax uh, situation to, you know, reduce your tax or eliminate your tax uh, liability if possible. Mm -hmm. And then I mentioned, you know, the critical and chronic illness and death, how that impacts it. Um, you know, investment losses and market risk. You know, we just went through that with the mm -hmm. market crashing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I try to educate my people about indexing, which a lot of folks don't know about. They want to be in the market, but right. they need to be indexed to the market to protect them from the loss. Mm -hmm. And then they have to know how money works. You know, the rule of 72, mm -hmm. how, how, you know, income, you know, compounds. <laughs> And it works both ways. I mean, your investment, it's a plus, And if it's your debt, it's a minus because that debt will double just like the interest would on your um, you know, investment. And then the global economic impact. You know, we it's a global economy and we tend to not look at the big picture because just like what happened with the pandemic, that was a global health, you know, uh, disaster pandemic. But also the fact that that health uh, crisis caused a, a break in the uh, supply chain. So mm -hmm. a lot of products weren't available because a lot of things come from Asia, you know. So we got the, you know, caught the brunt of that. And then uh, the main thing, again, with the mindset is taking the time 
and the action to implement things. You know, a lot of times we wait too long and when we could have done it years ago and we didn't. And now that we, you know, haven't done it, we got to get on it now and we'll still procrastinate. So that's another factor, just like with the proper protection. If you don't get it while you good health, then, you know, hey. You can't or at a younger age in yeah. my case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the older you are, the more it's going to cost you too. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people don't get it because they, at that point, they don't want to pay that much money, you know, to get the coverage. Yeah, but then if they don't get it, they're going to pay 10 times, you know, because they don't have it. But they don't, and, and, you know, another thing that I noticed about uh, people a lot of times when, they do get into uh, maybe a tight uh, scrape with money. The first thing to go is like their insurance that they need to keep, you know, health insurance, life insurance. Those are the first things that they let go. And, you know, I, I, I see that all the time. And those are things, you know, I know you, you got to have your automobile covered, your home covered and all of that, but you also have to be covered too, mm-hmm. so that if anything should happen to you. And, and I think a lot of people kind of think that, oh, well, I don't really need this. You know, I could do without it. Uh, it'll be okay. Are they just going to happen to me? You know, do a crack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen to me. I'll, you know, so and that that's why i think that they tend to do that but i I never did understand that that kind of uh mindset you know Mm -hmm. about the being making sure that you're financially covered uh, all the way around you know in every area so tell us what can you teach us that will have the most impact on uh, our finances. What can you tell us about that? Well, what I tell people or teach people, I have the financial cure system that I developed. And it first, you know, diagnoses your financial health because you can't know how to proceed if you don't know where you are. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to confront the reality and the truth about where you are financially. I did a focus group uh, with entrepreneurs and, Mm -hmm. you know, to see what it is that they thought they would need to be in a better financial position. Mm -hmm. And they all said more money. And, you know, you can always use more money, but the reality is you got enough money. You just have to learn how to manage what you got. And live within <laughs> your bu- you know, yeah. live within your budget, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and that's one thing I teach my clients, how to make their everyday activities and expenses, you know, bring them money, you know, without getting a second job. You can... Uh, one, I, I'd like to tell, I have a lot of stories I could tell about it, but one of the main ones I dealt with recently is I had a seven-day conference in Chicago, and I stayed at the Marriott, full-service Marriott. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a points person, rewards, I believe in that, because that's what brings you that extra income. Mm-hmm. So I have, I'm platinum, you know, titanium member. So, you know, I get upgraded. I can get the low end mm-hmm. reservation, but get upgraded. But anyway, I flew there round trip on Southwest because I have a Southwest, you know, credit card and I fly Southwest. So I had enough points to get, do a round trip ticket. It cost me $11, you know, it was like $5 and 60 cent each way. And that ticket would have cost me like almost $500 round trip. And then when I got to the uh, hotel, like I said, it wasn't one of the brands. It was the full service Marriott. So I got upgraded to a suite. 
Mm-hmm. Got to in the club room every morning for breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had the smoked salmon, the Absolutely. fresh trees, fresh fruit, which would have cost me my maybe forty or fifty dollars if I uh, ate breakfast every morning. Yeah. yeah. And then you know in the evenings you get the you know they had the little not really a buffet but they had some food that you yes. could fill up yeah. on mm-hmm. and you had you know your drinks and everything that would have cost me you know a dinner would have cost thirty, forty, fifty dollars. You know yeah. so that. And then the room staying there in that suite would have cost me $45, you know, $100 for the time I spent at that level. So I saved, you know, probably, you know, a little over Mm $5,000 on that trip. It didn't cost me, you know, but the $11.20 that I spent for my airlines Mm -hmm. uh, ticket. And I teach people how to do that. So, you know, I don't know about you, but $5,000, I can do a few things. (laughs) Well, you know what? I do my points too, because, and, and, you know, a lot of people laugh at me. I have some of my friends be laughing at me. They're always, girl, you always talking about points. You always, you know, getting the free stuff. But mm-hmm. that's what I do because a lot of times those points also get you free stuff. Like for my mm-hmm. birthday, I could go and eat anywhere on my birthday for free. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of those restaurants, you know, when you have the points and or you go, you can get a free dessert or you can get a free lunch. You know, so and like you were saying about the airline, Southwest, I have the Southwest also. And I tell you what, you you don't realize how much that saves you until you use it. Mm-hmm. And so when people laugh at me, I just, you know, I just let them laugh because I enjoy going to places. When they say they have points, I sign up for the points. And a lot of people leave that money on the table. You mm-hmm. know, like I shop, you know, I shop at Kroger. I don't know if they got Kroger up there, but, you mm-hmm. know, I get my prescriptions there, buy groceries there. And they have gas, you know, a gas station, and you can mm-hmm. get up to a dollar off a gallon. Mm-hmm. And a dollar off a gallon, my my vehicle uses diesel, and that's the most expensive. Even though gas prices are low, mm-hmm. diesel is still high. But mm-hmm. still, to get a dollar off where I'm paying a dollar fifty-five versus two fifty-five, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it normally costs me like that's seventy-five bucks to fill up, and now it's like yeah. fifty-five. So mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. are the kind of things that help you afford to pay for that insurance, you know. So that's what I teach my people how to you know you're gonna go to the store anyway when you pay your bills use that credit card where you exactly. get the rewards but pay it off at the end take that money that you're gonna pay Absolutely. the bill pay the credit card off so you know your those regular monthly expenses are making money for you as long mm-hmm. as you pay for it the right way and, mm-hmm. and, and as long as you're disciplined enough to be to able to pay it off you know you don't want to build up the debt and build it up so mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I try to teach my folks. And like I said, it's a mindset, it's a lack, you know, the knowledge they have to understand how it works. They have to get disciplined to do it because it does take discipline. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So is there any way that we can increase our income without, like you were saying, getting a second job? And um, cause I know when I was, when I was, uh, when I first started working in, in you know, I was like, I don't want to have a second job. I never wanted to work a second job. So how can you, you know, increase your income? But I I guess one of the ways is what you were talking about with the points and different things like that. So is there any, anything else that they could do? There are other ways, um, you know, especially during this pandemic, you know, and my sons taught me this years ago, you know, they sell stuff on eBay, Amazon, you know, good stuff, and they're making money, you know, they get these t-shirts, you know, the athletic t-shirts, the the Nike shoes, and all the stuff they buy, they, you know, wear once or twice, they put it out there, and people are willing to pay. 
and they're, you know, and they're making a profit off of it. So he mm -hmm. went through, he, my youngest son, you know, he's in college, so he was home mm -hmm. and he cleared out the garage and he found a big case of hand sanitizer. And, you know, that was a precious commodity yeah. a couple of months ago. Absolutely. So instead of me having to fight and, you know, figure out how we're going to get hand sanitizer here, we already got a whole case of the big bottles. So mm -hmm. that worked out. Mm -hmm. And we were able to give, you know, some to a couple people that, you know, wasn't able to really get out and, and buy stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's things like that. And then uh, I have another client who, and one, another thing I teach my clients is to distinguish between needs and wants. And I have one client, you know, when I gave them the spending challenge, he said, Wendy, I'm saying I'm spending $800 eating out, you know, in one month. I was like, yeah, and $800, what could you do with that? You could pay a few things with that. So that's another way of, I guess, not necessarily to increase in your income, but redirecting money that you're spending, you know, unnecessarily because, you know, you can go in your pantry, your refrigerator, and your freezer and find a month's worth of food, you know, because we just get so caught up on the convenience of eating out. Right. Um, I have another client, this was before the pandemic, she got married and her husband had a nice house they just had remodeled. So she took her house and turned it into an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So she's been making money off of that, you know, especially before the pandemic on a regular basis. But then when we had, I think we had something Super Bowl or something in, in Atlanta, some big event, and she made a fortune just from mm -hmm. that weekend, from that event. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things that can, you know, and then now, I'm telling my clients, you know, the pandemic is hitting a lot of the banks and a lot of the, uh, you know, finance companies or utility companies, they're offering deferments where you can pay your, you know, it's not that you don't have to pay, mm -hmm. but you can defer that payment and you'll still have to pay it later on, but you right. can take that money and either build up your cash reserves if you don't have it right. um, or create one, but build it up if you do have one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I said, just defer those payments, you know, right. your house, your car, and that gives you a little, you know, flexibility where mm -hmm. you're not pressured to meet all those right. you know, same with the credit cards. So I try to encourage them to take advantage of it, but don't blow the money. Don't take that money and go yeah, back. That is an opportunity <laughs> to go on the spending <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not the case. So like I said, again, it's the mindset and it's a, the discipline. So mm -hmm. those are some of the things I try to, you know, teach my clients. Wow. And you know, one of the things I was just, as a matter of fact, I was just talking about that with my niece yesterday because um, we were talking about car insurance and all. And I was telling her my car insurance because I have USAA and you know, um, not only did they give us the credit and stuff during the pandemic, but this month I don't have to pay it at my uh, monthly payment at all. But also every year around uh, toward the end of the year, around November, end of November, something like that, they send, you know, they send you a, a check. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they send you a check. And I was telling her that I said, you know, I know that uh, they only do law enforcement and military and all. I said, but when you think about it, if you know companies that do that kind of stuff, that's that's kind of where you want to be, you know, because you're you they they actually seem like they appreciate the, the yeah. people that they have that uh, utilize their services. So that's kind of the way I look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and even with uh, Costco, you know, if you have the business card, they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And not only and what I noticed. Um, 
about that is that you get you, you know a check you you get a check from them too week. i mean throughout the year yes from using you know that business card because at one time i had the basic card but then when i found that out i said well you know as much as i because everything that i use every day i buy it in bulk so i don't mm-hmm. have to be running to and that's mm-hmm. why like you said when the pandemic hit i had a lot of stuff already because i don't get like one little something mm-hmm. or something that I use every day. Mm-hmm. Like when people, they were saying how they couldn't find toilet paper. Well, I had a whole, like a garage. <laughs> I had a whole thing of toilet paper. So I'm like, yes, I'm good for a while, you know? But, the, and that's just the way I've always shopped. You know, I don't like running to the store every day or every other day to get something that I use every day. Mm-hmm. But that that to me that's that's a good way to to kind of look at uh, saving saving your money too. Well, you sound like you're on the same page as me. So you- uh, look, <laughs> I hope so because you know I I try to look and make sure that uh, thing everything is covered. Like you said about the being financially uh, set with different in different areas, life insurance, you know, and 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 having you know, money and uh, retirement. That's why I was able to retire when I did because I set up, a, I had a plan mm-hmm. as to when I wanted to retire. Mm-hmm. So to do that, I had to research how much I needed to have in my retirement fund mm-hmm. to retire. And so that was my goal to get to that point so that when I got ready to leave, I would have what I needed to be able to come out and still be okay. And so that, you know, I don't know if, if um, I'm as financially savvy as you are, and I doubt if I am, but I do know that You're there's- on the right tracks. So I'm like, you know the yeah, you have to do to make sure that if, if, if you want to do certain things, mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want to work on, you know, <laughs> at some point you got to say to yourself, hey, I'm tired of going in every morning for six o'clock every morning. Being, I'm at my desk at six o'clock. That's, that's what it was. And, you know, I got tired of that. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to come out. But yeah. So if we want to reach out to you and kind of get a consultation on how we can keep ourselves financially up to date and uh, or maybe get up to date if we're not, can you tell us um, how to get your book and also how to reach out to you? Okay. Well, my book is not out yet. I'm, you know, it should be out. I'm, I'm, Looking at launch date of September 30th, um, so far so good. But I am offering a 20 minute uh, financial strategy session to all your listeners if they would text the word TALK, Mm T-A-L-K, to 770-796-4944. That's TALK to 770-796-4944. And they, you know, can discuss their personal, you know, situation because everybody has different circumstances. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about their finances in a group setting, which, you know, that's okay. But they can talk to me uh, one-on-one for 20 minutes, you know, no charge. And I'm not going to try to sell them anything. I'll just tell them what I think. And, you know, if they want to, you know, secure my services, they're welcome to do that, but there's no obligation. Okay. And what's your, um, do you uh, have a website if they? I do. My website is the financial cures with an S.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Dr. Wendy Labat, that's who you've been listening to. She has been our guest today, giving you some great financial 
uh, nuggets to get your finances in order, to make sure that everything is on track and that you can, uh, if you're you know, trying to retire, then maybe she can help you to look at what you need to do to get yourself on track for retirement. Or if you just need to make sure that you're in the right vehicles to uh, for your health, for your um, wealth and, and all of that stuff. And I would suggest reaching out to Dr. Wendy Labatt. You have been listening to the Success for Women show. And I'm Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, your host. If you'd like to reach out to me, then you can go to www.exwsi.com or email me at info at exwsi. While you're on my website, make sure you download my free three-part video series on three things every woman should do to position herself for executive leadership before you have the title. So again, I'd like to thank my listeners. I hope you enjoyed this segment. If you do, please share. Please uh, make sure if you have any questions, you can email me, email them to me. And if they're uh, for Dr. Labat, I'll make sure that she gets your questions. And again, thank you for joining us. This has been the Success for Women show. See you again when we bring you another great nugget and words of wisdom from experts in their field.